right. So mm-hmm. wait a second, Cap. You're telling me you tore your ACL when? Because this is Friday. news to me. And Friday, are you? You're obviously not in the hospital, right? Like you're back home waiting for surgery. Yeah. Just okay. So is help. your camera off because you're crying? <laughs> but because I want to. No, because everything's just a mess and all that other good stuff. I got blankets everywhere, rags, bottles of water. Okay, yeah. you're being catered to. Pretty that's much. awesome, man. Happy. No, that's a great support system. My best <laughs> friend tore his ACL while we were playing flag football. Like I saw him fall with nothing happening to him. I laughed until it was like, wait a second. Yeah. Not contact nothing. injury. It, mm-hmm. it means a lot less like when you're not a professional athlete. I'm like, this dummy just fell on grass and uh, nope, he tore his ACL. So that's yeah. a, it sucks. Sorry, man. Especially if somebody like you that does a lot of cardio and running and like, like, yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, that's, that's going to be the worst part. But as soon as they can, as soon as they tell me I can get back on the bike, I'll be fine. Even if I got to slow down all the, all the other sports, you know what I mean? No. Sure. I don't know what you mean. I figured they were all the same, but I feel like you're, yeah. But you know what? Stay positive. Is there any like a specific sport besides basketball, obviously that you're going to miss the most? Oh, I mean, I did it playing soccer. Um, and I, you know, I still play basketball a lot. When you were at your darkest moment of mm-hmm. hearing the ACL tear, how did, what did that look like? Thinking that damn our king ain't gonna be here for the playoffs next week. <laughs> uh, what uh, did you learn from this? That I'm the MVP of the league. I can't think of any other Dan questions. Oh, there's a chat. <laughs> Pam, did you want to grief eat? Um, shoo. Uh, that's a lot. I'm sorry, Capo. <laughs> Think of the time it's going to give you. Um, your child is not little anymore and will be going on his own way soon. And you're going to have some time at home that you weren't expecting. Oh, yeah. That's how that's how I'm carrying it. So <sighs> save the day. Try well, to I mean, do whatever it can't be how you're carrying it. You're hiding behind the tears of a camera. I'm not turning my camera on though because I'm crying, but I'm doing great. No, that's just because I literally like just everything's a mess and the first few days trying to get, you know, accustomed to everything. Everything's like all sweaty because you can't really like maneuver proper to shower proper. It's just all, you know. So, like, it just happened Friday. So, like, uh, over the last few days, like, your darkest, your, 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 your darkest time had how, how, how much Chewbacca in it? <laughs> a lot of Chewbacca. I watched Star Wars for the first time in 20 years. Did you? Oh my God. I'm with you here. Okay. Let's move on past the make fun of Dan bit. Uh, yeah. Let's make fun of one of the best hosts ever. Hold on. I'm also a non never watched Star Wars guy. Everybody <laughs> that everybody judges me for it. And it's not, I don't think like I'm too cool for it. It's never had an interest. So Capo, this is your first time watching it. Yeah. I didn't really watch it. I was going for a joke. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but wait, that's such a believable like what one bad joke two, good topic if not because like you're bedridden right like you are stuck in your bed why not watch things that you haven't watched over the last twenty years yeah that's it, probably what I'm gonna have to do <laughs> is what um, Star Wars not, not necessarily Star Wars but maybe catch up on like I ain't watched the new episodes of Family Guy in like twelve years. Um, what else do I like? Um, you know what? Let's do this for later. Hold on, Cap. Let's do this. Let's not do it now. <laughs> Top five uh, shows that Capo hasn't seen that he's going to watch 
during his mm. ACL injury. So let's get to that towards the end of this. Good. This way we don't have to hear you think in real time without your camera on. I have no way to tell like when I'm supposed to go anywhere. So and go. also it gives you more time. If you had to tear, so like Capo is a uh, lower extremity athlete. Like he is like he rides bikes, runs, plays soccer. When I broke my wrist, I couldn't lift anymore. I got fat from breaking my wrist. I still could have ran, but I simply was like, I can't work out at any pace. If you had to like work out and injure a part of your body, I guess if you had to injure a part of your body that would least impact like how your physical image looks, because that's way more important than mental health or actual internal health. Like, would it be an upper body extremity, a lower body extremity? Would it just be like, screw that. I'll just take a brain injury and keep going. <laughs> brain injury. Anybody. Um, I, I guess I it's guess Pam it, and Cap. I, yeah, I don't. I guess I go pose. Pam, can I? Hold on, Pam. Were you paying any attention when I was talking or were you just like uh, looking into something? Because you were looking down and I didn't. It's always hard to tell because we always have a camera, but our phones are in our hands because, yeah, the tweet, the Twitter chat, they can always provide content. I, uh, I know it's yeah, you're in the chat. Twitter chat, yeah, but not for content. You were just in the <laughs> Twitter chat because this was boring. Because okay. that's okay. my MO the last three weeks has been to lurk and not Meta to lurk. respond. Cause just cause I've been like super busy. Um, so I just have lurked and I was just lurking and like, let's do it. What'd you find out? What's the gossip? What's the cheese man as the um, brown people would call it. I found out that and this chat is the Laura after hour chat. Just to be yes, clear. It's the general generic one that has about 240 people in it. I think basic ass chat. Got it. Yeah. Um, I found out that there are several jokes that have now passed me by because I haven't been in the chat as much lately because I've actually been doing the job that I get paid to do, um, which is a new thing for me, um, is trying to like be a responsible adult. So I'm finding that references to things and other people are like chiming in with the laughing emoji and I don't know what it means. And so okay. I feel a little bit left out, but it's probably not that funny. So I'm probably not really left. No. So there's, I love that you say this. So there's a couple things that are happening now and this is super self-involved as I keep clicking a, a light on my camera to figure out what's happening in our group chat. There are, there's like, 40, 50 of us. And I know people are probably tired of hearing about the group chat, but I want to say this because I feel like if you're tired of hearing us talk, the group chat may be a good thing. And here's why. Like we've had a good, what, two, three year run at Lower After Hours as like a core group. And I say like two, three year, like all of us trickled in at different times, but like collectively people that think of Lower After Hours, think of your Morgan from Australia, your Beep Count, uh, Steak Sauce, and then like us, like, I mean, Pam's actually probably more stable than we give credit for, because even though she came a couple months late, like she's credit. And then um, I guess I, I'm going to say me just because I'm not going to try to be humble here. And then you have your mayor, Mayor Matt, obviously, I think uh, Aaron, I hate saying that. And Jeff probably don't get enough credit. I think those are like the most noticeable like voices. And I don't say that to discredit anybody else that's like been part of Laura After Hours. I'm just thinking of like people that had like a moment where their voice sticks with you. Cause even though Jeff and Aaron aren't consistent, like, you know, that voice anyways, I say that, say this, like, and you know, like the sushi of gas station, hi, it's Jeff mayor matches mayor. And all of us have kind of like done our role. Oh, and crisp. That, that'd be really rude if I didn't go crisp. Mm -hmm. So let me be very clear. Crisp, obviously. 
uh, I think what's happening is like we're letting people into our chat. And like, have you ever worked somewhere at a company that's like, you're not waiting, like you're not wanting to quit. But if you get fired or if like you're part of like a furlough where it's like, hey, we're going to give you this retirement package because these new young kids make less than you and produce more than you. Like, I feel like that's what we're doing with the chat. Like we are bringing in like Hair Bear with Harris. Uh, I guess Schweitz is kind of in the middle. Like Schweitz is going to be that middle manager. It's like, they just gave me this job because I was here. Like he just became a director of operations simply because like he wasn't worth the furlough, like payoff. Like I'm not going to pay you six years of your salary, but <laughs> like, backwards yeah. into being great. Just when you've had enough. Yeah, exactly. Amazing for like two it, days. Exactly. And so like, he's just enough to be like, Oh my God, I'm going to quit this job. And then like the boss brings donuts. It's like, you know what? He's not that bad. And that's why it's Ed Capo. Like there's nobody paying attention to Capo. Uh, you know, he's exactly. the underappreciated guy that's like making like copies at the printer for everybody. Uh, he makes sure that like all the little things are done. Like, Hey, is it too cold in here? It's like, we do not have a maintenance man. Why are you asking me how cold it is? So I think what we're doing subliminally is like, we are like bringing in, Oh wait, by the way, Jeanette actually, you know what? Jeanette may be the new like person that takes over the company because she's she was new enough and when i say new enough like none of this is an insult like she came along at a weird time and she's yeah. become the best of that entire pod on ltc and that that pod that had ups and downs but consistently at least has entertaining voices but Jeanette has been the staple so maybe she's like what and this sucks like if this doesn't work out is she will ferrell when he was gonna like take over the office like when will ferrell came in for like oh, a couple yeah. episodes it's like oh my god i hope so and then it's like, psych, you're stuck with, insert literally anybody else for LTC, if we're being you honest. You get Robert California instead. Yeah, which yeah. would be Jeff uh, or Powell or both, all of them combined. Who cares? <laughs> so I think what we're doing with the chat is like, we are subliminally like replacing ourselves with youth. And it's like, hey, these people are going to be better at this than we are. And maybe like, because if they see the way we interact, like y'all are like such a shit show of family that they learn from our lessons, right? Like we're the, we leave and they're like, man, these people left us with a horrible company. We have to reduce volume, reduce output, like bring, bring slow everything down. We're going to restart. We're only going to have 20% of the inventory. Like basically whatever that they were doing, we're going to bring it back down to our level, start from one and redo this. And so that's where I think all that chat is, which is why you don't get full circle, why you don't get the chat. Like there's many times I go in there and I'm like, what, why are these people doing V lookups? Like it's very simple just yeah just ask Jeanette to go count a hundred columns of can you tell me how many people did not show up to the meeting don't do a v lookup on me don't do me an automated meeting report so um yeah so that's what's happening there we're all old and the youth that we've accidentally added in in drunken moments which hopefully they learn from also we're the old mba like they're going to become rich and famous with talent because we uh had day jobs as plumbers we're the boomers. We're chat boomers. Oh, I don't like it. So in oh, real life, are you a boomer or like, do y'all know? No. Like, in, in the future, not. does this replace the sign? Like what's your sign? Like what's your like um, generation? I'm Gen X. Yeah. Gen I'm X. Like, X fits you perfectly. You yeah, are at I'm least three X's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Boom roasted. Yeah, no, that was perfect. Uh, I'm Gen, so Gen X in all okay. aspects of life. Uh, Cap, are you Gen X? Are you? Uh, 
I don't associate, but if I associate with anything, it would Identify. be D Generation X. Okay, I get it. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, what's the noise? <laughs> I can't even think of the loser. I, I was so mad I couldn't even pull up the loser game show. I didn't want to say suck it. You know, that would have went along with it, but it just felt inappropriate. You know, if somebody didn't get the wrestling joke, you know, I don't want to call the FAA on me or whatever that is. FCC, CAA. FAA. So that we can't, we can't land the plane. Uh, the OPP. <laughs> Thank you. Very fitting. It took you way too long to get the OPP. Pam had already replied like with better jokes. You took too long to get there. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I guess. Yeah. You could be suck it and you suck it. This platform in general so that that works i don't know what i am either i believe i'm a millennial but who knows like maybe i'm gen x who i, I really don't know the definitions of this but maybe we can like find our ricky williams of generations do you think we could find somebody that's like oh you're a millennial so this means like forget your sign what if like when you were born which is i guess still astrology i believe is what the term they use Mm-hmm. But but it's specific to the generations. So like I don't care about anything else. Who cares where the fuck the moon was? Who cares where the sun was? So mm-hmm. uh, Gen yeah. Xers were born 1965 to 1985. So I'm like slam in the middle of Gen X. Do y'all think? What do y'all think? Pac and Beep are? Pac, mm-hmm. he's. I, I've only seen Pac like twice. I think. Uh, I mean, Beep's an asshole, but what's it, Pac? Probably, isn't Beep like in the Northeast and ain't Pac up in Michigan somewhere? Beep is like 15 minutes from me. We've established this through many... We talked about this last week with a children's birthday party. I want you, to yeah. <laughs> you should be uh, morph- degenerate X. Mor- morphine week, Flemma. Blame the morphine. Mighty Morphine Lower Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> morphine anyways all right i i don't know where else to take that i i just think that i one uh pam sorry for calling you a boomer that was that's okay honestly actually sorry for calling you generation x like hell yeah you are like that was probably ruder than boomer right no that's hilarious that's my new favorite thing <laughs> generation ex i put the ex-wife in generation x or something like that yeti song <sighs> let's talk yeah. about yeti song Let's do. So, uh, one, uh, you know what? I'll make this about me later. Let's just talk about Yeti's song. Great song as in, as a standalone song. If you listen to the song, it's a great song. I have zero debate for that. Now, does anybody here not enjoy the actual song, the music? And be honest, like, I don't think, I mean, I think Yeti got enough. And I'm going to talk about what I think is like the best part of Yeti's song on this show. But, uh, Capo, did you like Yeti's song? I did, but I'm biased because I like everything that they all do. Um, but everybody they all does. being who? Um, being the show. You play it on the show. You know, it's it, no. Um, I, no. I I I did like it. The saxophone saxophone was was banging. Um, I but I don't like it in the fact that um, I don't like the songs that make me feel sad. And I felt sad. I don't know why. Probably the morphine, the torn ACL, and then Yeti on top of that. Yeti's really good at making you feel sad, even when he's trying to make you feel happy, because he's such a good guy. You're like, why am I not? Why don't I have this perspective on life? Uh, but whatever. So his song in general, I love the best part. I, I guess let me ask this. Like, when y'all heard it, did anybody know the song was coming out? Did y'all listen to the Greg Cody pod? Did y'all hear it there first? Yeah. Okay, Pam, you did. That's where I heard it first. Okay. And- 
like Capo, I felt sad, but I felt like you just said, happy, sad, I, totally melancholy. Like I could almost picture like my own childhood home and I don't know. It was, I liked it. I got a little, uh, verklempt myself, but I like melancholy and verklempt and wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little I just spent a week with the parents so you, were, you spent a week in Beaumont don't come back saying melancholy and verklempt I was verklempt <laughs> um, so yeah um, I felt happy sad which is the way that I like to feel is like good on the outside and dark and yucky on the inside so okay lovely. so you understood enough of it and this is not a slide like Spotify and Toyotas are infamously bad at vocals being like audible. It's it, the Toyotas are like, we'll play music. You can never hear, hear the vocals. So when I was driving my Toyota Prius around um, today, no, just kidding. But when I was driving a Toyota around, I heard the song today and I, this was yesterday. I believe it was played, right? I believe I'm a day behind. So when yeah. I heard it, I, I knew it was coming. I talked to Eddie about it. I had not heard the, uh, Greg Cody pod, which I'm just now listening to yesterday's Levitard show. It's not an indictment on Greg Cody. I'm just that far behind. And the song itself was great, but the vocals, and that's the problem when you upload a song to a podcast in Spotify. Spotify knows it's a podcast. Audio quality is not as great as a song. I uh, I appreciated more that like Dan was very much the audience opinion, like getting ahead of it. Not that Dan maybe truly believed it, but he got ahead of it like Oh, where's the funny? Where's this? And then uh, when Greg tried to explain something, he's like, nobody wants to hear more about that song. And <laughs> and then Mike Ryan kept like dabbling, like bringing back the tone of the song and the Bruce Springsteen, which was like the running theme. What I loved about it, I texted Yeti this earlier. Uh, it's like I'm when they talk about texting somebody famous, I was texting with Yeti earlier. And I was like, dude, like the whole formula of the Levitard show is annoy Dan. Your show became like your song became the formula. For yeah. an entire, like, your song became the formula and the vehicle for the formula. Like, you can't ask for anything more than that. And so I thought from that perspective, it was good. From a song perspective, it, it's a great song, funny, is like, it's hard to do. And I think if you're going where Yeti went and knowing Yeti with his father uh, history, like, it's an it's a amazing song. And so I don't want it to seem like I'm judging it. It, it definitely, I think, caught the audience off guard if you didn't know what to expect. Uh, Capo, sorry, I didn't mean to box you out there. You had more to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, um, technically, I am Gary the Bag Man. So, um, you know, I felt like it, it hit, hit me kind of deep, you know, like it, I really felt it. So y'all both had an emotional connection with it, just to be clear. Yeah, and, and my old house was 1400 blocks, so... You know, his is 1440, mine was 1407. You know, so like I, I when I see when I hear 14, I just black out and I'm like, oh yeah, he's talking about my old house. You know, uh, all that old stuff. I think anyway. it's more thing that makes you black out. Wait, Pam, were you you were and I just want to make sure we confirm this because when I talk about music, like I tend to talk very honestly just about like the way I experienced it. And I've only heard it twice. So like I'm not like I don't fully digest it, but I don't want to seem like the person that's dismissive of emotion because I'm incapable of emotion. So Pam, it actually like it, it was an emotional touch for you. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. That's awesome. And I think that's what he was going for. And that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. 
No, just um, when he sang the part about um, feeling the the driveway crunch under his feet, like I could picture like running down my grandparents' uh, gravel driveway when I was a kid and like the sound that your shoes make when you run on gravel, like it, it was emotional. I loved it. No, he definitely pandered to like the South East and the Southern. Like it, there's this weird part of America where like, if you grew up with a Taekwondo studio within five mm-hmm. miles of you, you understand a lot of the lyrics that were in that song. It's mm-hmm. like with uh, Eastbound and Down where yes, uh, it's like the, the same audience is like, I totally get what's happening here. And yeah. And, but again, annoying Dan is part of that was amazing. It, it honestly played out perfectly. And, and I don't think there was another way for the song to like keep getting mentioned as long as it does. Cause usually if you have a show song, so shout out to Yeti, honestly, shout out to Yeti. When I texted him or when we were texting about his song before it came out, uh, he had texted me so much about it that I asked him if he was still answering the first question from the pod we did with him when he became the producer of Greg <laughs> Cody, where we asked him how this happened. And this mother bleeper started with like, well, first it was like me and two million other sperm just swimming for the finish line, right? And I was like, no, that's not. And it, it legitimately was like, Yeti, I think Yeti believes like, and I don't say this from a religious because I know Yeti's very religious. If you take religion out of it, Yeti believes there should be a book as thick as the Bible about his coming up as a human being. Like, not Mm -hmm. that he believes that he's as important. I'm not going to put blasphemy on Yeti. But like, if Yeti could say put Jesus' story against mine and make a book as equally thick, Jesus has a bigger impact. He's way more powerful. There's no blasphemy. I'm going to be very clear here. There's no blasphemy. Yet he still believes his story is more interesting. Do we all agree? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And he's the least like likely narcissist that exists, but he's a narcissist. Uh, so I say that to say that it came to realization today as, again, I was texting Eddie. I think this may be my first year since the pandemic where I do not get a Sui nomination. Mm. So a uh, little hurt by that. I don't need words of encouragement. I just said that to say it out loud because like in my head, I was like, wow, I can't believe that nothing gets played. So I'd like to thank Laura After Hours for being just a group of 30 jerks that makes us unsupportable. Well, I mean, you... Also, my song sucked. You have at least been nominated, which is... Not this year. Not not one. Well, oh, you mean like I mean ever. Like, yeah. some of us have no talent and will never be nominated for anything. So there is that. <laughs> no, I think we're going to have the uh, the Louise. Ooh, yeah. Also yeah. something I've never been nominated for. So... I think we only did it once. And I think, like, beep, like anything else, poorly executed and didn't he like send like wooden plaques in manila envelopes without bubble wrap? Not that the bubble wrap in a mill. Yeah, it poorly executed. It's like, okay, guess you've never shipped anything in your life before. I started the pandemic selling shipping hats with more care than he shipped a wooden plaque. Like that is that is the execution level. Did Barrett ever get his hat? He does not. I have them all in this closet. Is there anything like honestly? All right, you know what? Let's do this. Never mind. That's for a different discussion. But yes, I have six hats I was supposed to send people a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago. And it's all it is, is me go to the post office and put their address in. Like I already paid for the hats to be made. They're in a closet. (laughs) that's literally right outside this office. And I have not put them in a box to just sit them out. 
and they're sick ass buckle hats. Like I love them, but I just yeah. that's how lazy I am. And I'm sorry, like I, I'm not gonna apologize. I got a good transition. Anybody ever go outside their house or anywhere in particular and find any uh cocaine or crack or drugs? Yeah, typically in my restroom the next morning when I'm looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> I found some outside my house a few uh Thanksgivings ago. A bunch of crack right down on the concrete. Wait, um, crack or cocaine? Because this is no, gonna was, make these stories a lot different. Okay. It was crack. You just found we, crack. Okay. Yeah, it was crack. We don't you like there's people that had you know, uh, coke around, but crack was definitely yeah. more. Uh, so, like, but. without going like too into the weeds of like, have you ever found crack cocaine? You're simply saying you've had people over to your house that you know. No, 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 there, no, no, Like, we this was like nobody was at. I wasn't even staying at my house. Okay, you're just walking by and you find crack. I think I the more relatable thing is like the weeds. Okay, yeah, but go ahead. So I'm I, sorry. <laughs> Walk through your story. I just found a you know, you know, bundle of crack out front. And uh, you know, I did the thing where I definitely called a few shady friends. Um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Don't call them shady friends. You called them. You're all shady. Don't make them the shady ones. You called them. You're just as equally as shady. Don't put this on your friends. The, uh, I was using the poll answer. I was trying to be clever um, without, uh, you know. <laughs> Actually, I, I haven't seen the poll. Them. I just got tagged that I would be called. I, I haven't seen. I heard the show. Excuse me. <laughs> so uh have you got anybody ever found anything like that like the show was talking about no i mean like typically if i like come across a bag of drugs outside it's like the weather has already established what it's going to be so i'm not really going to pick it up like the only time i'm like scan like literally looking for a bag because yeah anything you accidentally stumble across unless it's like a brick or maybe an eight ball like, you got to come across at least a decent amount no less than like three fifty five hundred dollars worth of like a daily. I mean, yeah, eight ball, whatever. Other than that, like when you find it, I think you question it, right? Weather's there, wet grass, uh, and if it's anything less than that, it's probably in a small ziploc where half of it's been sniffed. And like, what am I really gonna do with like a line and a half? It's like it's like crusted around the border of the bag. We've all seen that. So anytime I've come across it, like unless it's a significant amount, it's it's actually anytime it's been a significant amount. It's been like inside. I haven't just like come across like a significant doable amount of cocaine or sellable amount of cocaine that's like inside a house, unless it's like, hey man, like I lost my bag last night. Like, check your house. And you're like, Jesus, I can't now search my whole house before, you know, like anybody else sees it. So I have not come across that. I, or like my, I had uncle after old person met that always would be like, yeah, back in such and such. I found a huge giant bag of marijuana in the middle of the highway. Like, does that happen to anybody? Like, well, there weren't as many cars, and people probably like they knew how to look out for that back then. And like, it's like you're not looking for marijuana on the highway. Period. Like, if you want marijuana and you can't find marijuana, I don't care who you are. If you can't find <laughs> marijuana in 2022, yeah, I'd rather find you on a highway. <laughs> Okay, so we can move on since nobody's ever found. Well, that. no, I'm with you. I don't. Well, wait, Pam hasn't <laughs> spoken. So, Pam, have you? And then, if you do, like, what's your approach? And like, I know the show says like a brick, which is the extreme version, like, right? We all like to think like, if you find a million dollars, what do you do? Okay, we can answer that. So, answer that. But also, like, what do you do when like you're walking down the street, like, oh shit, that is clearly 
uh, you know, a, a grant, a, a 20 bag of Coke that's been halfway done. And somebody went into the pocket trying to grab out cash, didn't realize they pulled out the bag. That's oh, that's the worst. I'm picking it up and I'm texting Capo. And <laughs> you were in my neighborhood and you didn't even say hi. No. I love that Capo was texting his shady friends and just found out he's the shady friend. <laughs> he's my shady friend. was like, I'm texting my shady friends. And his normal friends like, I'm texting my shady friend, who is Capo. Who is Cap? Oh, yeah. Cap. Now Slim you Shady. Anybody who's looking for looking to score. Wow. <laughs> if this doesn't do a full callback to whatever generational sign you are, is full score. <laughs> are you looking to score? Looking to score. I'm sorry. Are you talking about <laughs> sex or drugs? Like, I found some drug paraphernalia, Capo. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's good. Slime, that was quick, too. Calling back the generational thing. That's what I do, bro. They look tying it all in. Pro's pro. Tying it all in, beep. Just like hats and drugs all tied together. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, it's just like drugs. It doesn't matter if it was the old or the new. You do them. So, all right. Um, last thing I actually do want to get. So, the show itself, or actually, you know what? Let's just let's end it here. Hi, Finny. Hi, Finny. Pam was out of town with parents. Which, oh wait, yeah, we talked about this before. So sorry, babe, if this comes along. Pam, before the recording started, I said save it for the recording. You, uh, you went on vacation, visited. Hello. Hi, are you the Pokemon? This is Crystal Claire. Oh, Crystal Claire. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Well, you enjoyed your um, insult. It's all right. You have to make me feel better about it. I get it. Crystal Claire. Horrible future. (laughs) She said, okay. (laughs) Bye, Mom. Bye. Love you. Okay, yes, we just spent actually nine days um, in Beaumont, Texas. Nine family. days. And that's nine days like when you arrived there, right? That doesn't Yeah, from trying. the point that we arrived to the point that we left, it was nine full days and nights at, yes, um, on purpose we did this. This was <laughs> my choice. What was the... Uh- at your darkest moments. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> all right. What's changed the most? Because, like, every year you see your parents, I know that it's the same old parents, same old thing, right? But, like, your kids are older. Like, your parents are more conservative, I would say, from a, uh, I'm not going to say political, just more conservative. Like, they're, again, you're from Beaumont, Texas. You're white country and you made a living. So, you, they're in their 70s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They worked hard to create a woman that would, you know, then support three children. And then one of those became a hippie that plays yeah. with Pokemon cards. Which makes them crazy. Okay. So of your children, like which is their least favorite and which is their most favorite? Um, I would say that Vivian is their least favorite because yeah. of the double nose piercing and the whatever that lip piercing weird ass thing she's got going on now and she's given herself a mullet um they are that just does them in because they're like 
you, she is 16 years old. When you lived in our house, when you were 16 years old, you absolutely would not have been allowed to come home like that. Okay. Well, I pick my battles and that's not one I'm willing to have. So, so Vivian, least favorite, least favorite, most Damn, favorite, Vivian. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Most favorite is sometimes crystal Claire because she's an overachiever. She's crazy. All of that. But she's also into tarot cards and Pokemon yeah. and, you know, which they have no time for. So when she goes into the moon landing with fake stuff, then Meredith, the sweet angel, darling baby becomes their favorite. So, so Meredith is the substitute. Like she doesn't even get called in to be the least or geez, that's like the worst place for a baby. Or the right? youngest. Like the youngest is supposed to be default to at least somebody's favorite. Instead, it's like, look, we full capacity at two of these motherfuckers. So, Meredith, you're only there until we hate one of them, and then you step in. It's like as if your basketball roster was only a two-man roster. Like you can only step on. Okay, yeah. uh, Crystal Claire. I mean, being the smartest and also being tarot cards, that's the way it works, right? It's unfortunate where it's like, man, so much potential, and then you just believe in like the crystal meth hobby, but. Yeah, for her. at least at least your parents like aren't completely giving up on her. Instead, they're giving up on Meredith. It's funny as much as they're anti like this new methodology method that you're taking of like they can get piercings, not going to have to fight. The one person that like is not their favorite is probably the most normal and the youngest because she's not as weird as the other three. Yeah, it's like, look, if you pay attention. Yeah. But that's just like parents, right? Like I'd rather pay attention to the people that I don't agree with. And then, sorry, Meredith, that you're normal, but being normal doesn't have a payoff in this environment. Exactly. We're not going to worry about you because there's nothing to get upset about. So you're just on your own. Did uh, did you try to escape any of them just by yourself at any point? I did. I had an afternoon um, where I went and laid down. I lied and said that I had a really bad headache, which I did I lied. not. Um, and that I needed to lay down. And um, now I just went in my room to play on my phone in quiet with people <laughs> leaving me alone. Okay. Did you uh, like play on your phone? Never mind. I'm not going to get too personal. Like playing on your phone. Uh, I was age. doing research. Thank you. I was doing research. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. I'll back the fuck off. Man, <laughs> I haven't had pa- that. Thank you alone. I was like, let me shut the hell up. Like, I am in trouble. Let me not dig too much. Like, because I know, and here, here's a little behind the curtain. I know Pam's activity in the group chat. And I knew it wasn't that extensive. So like she definitely wasn't talking to us. But when she said, I need to do some research, I'm like, all right, I'll shut the hell up. <laughs> Have, what, what's your technique to like not talk to? Because I had my kid's birthday this weekend. And I tried to avoid parents. But like, what's your technique to like make your parents mad enough to not want to talk to you? But like not mad enough to where you feel bad. Because like sometimes you do have to like press the button of like, look, I'm going to say something that's going to make you feel bad for wanting to talk to me, which is a horrible thing to do, right? We'll all regret it eventually, but you have to do it sometimes. So like, do you have a go-to move? that's like, this will make my parents not talk to me. Capo B or Capo B, uh, Capo Pam. Uh, you go sleep. Oh, hey, Sammy. Good night. Bubba's here. Love you. Say hi, Pam. Hi, Pam. Do you want to hear her? Here. Say hi, Pam. Hi, Pam. Hi, Sammy. How are you? Good. Good. Are you getting ready to go to bed? Yeah. Me too. Very soon. I hope you sleep well. Thank you. You're welcome. Sweet boy. 
That's how you made it, Pam. Okay. Hey, watch this. Go Longhorns, right? Go Longhorns. Giggle Maggie's. Who do you go for? The cowboy. No Longhorns. Oh, all right. All right. Love you. Close the door. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Shitty kids. Oh, I know how to get rid of my parents. Um, if I try to talk about anything I've done well or that I'm succeeding at, they won't want to talk because I've never done anything well and am not successful. Uh, they have to tell me about how great my brother and his family are. So that will bring them to like, oh, yeah, that's great. Sounds like you're doing. Holy wonderful. shit. Have you heard about your brother? Yeah. I'm sorry for yelling holy shit and all that. Capo's camera just turned on and gave us like a <laughs> stew pockish flash of like who he looked like. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being compared to your siblings for me is fun because my siblings are epic failures. I met my younger brother's girlfriend who has just been introduced to the family this weekend, but let's save that for next week because that was and good girl. I'm not like no negative feedback, but meeting the significant other of your sibling is something different where at this age, I think where in my least favorite topic, you know, we'll get, I'll get into the least favorite topic in a second. Cap, how do you ignore or how do you annoy your parents? Like if you want your parents to back off, you know, you kind of have to make them a little, they may feel bad, but like just enough. Um, I don't see. I'm kind. Of, we're really, really close, and I'm, kind of, you know, like I just, I can just. Do you think it. I hate my mom? Do do. You, no, I don't think you do. Why say that? I mean, like, do you think we're not close with our family? But like, at no point are you annoyed yeah, with your mom. I get, Granny, are you doing this because she just hooked you up with like a fast lane pass to like an MRI? <laughs> so they don't we've been through so much where she knows like what to ask, what questions not to ask and what questions to ask. And okay. So our moms are dumb. Got it. <laughs> that, uh, we've just been through so much and like, she would always be telling my brother, now look, if you don't talk to me and, you know, help, you know, and talk to me about things, I can't help you. So she's all, you know, she's like, you know, it's kind of easier when I just talk to her and she knows when to stay away and back off, so to speak, or whatever. I got it. Wait, I just figured out what's happening here, y'all. Capo hasn't realized that his entire approach has been like, it's better when I talk <laughs> than when she does. So Capo has approached his entire life like, you know what, mom, I have a story to tell. So Capo Capo's like, no, she really doesn't prefer to talk or tell stories. She prefers when I do. She and Capo, exactly. And Capo the whole time is just he doesn't realize because he doesn't have a zoom well he can see his mom staring back at him like with this emotion of like when do I get a chance to tell a story I raised you and Capo's like trust me I got the better story here like mom there's nothing all of our stories kind of kind of connected you know flow off of each other so this ties in perfect today to 10 day Tony saying oh I have a story and Roy deadpan <laughs> Pops in at the exact right second and says, Of course you do. 
I love that. I, I am was, behind. Wait till you get to today. It was gold. I Roy has found his footing with me. And I don't say this like I ever disliked Roy. I know that everybody's a fan of Roy, but I've always been like unclear of like what he was doing with the ad libs. Mm-hmm. But he's doing it so much more. Again, I'm not like pandering because I don't want to seem like the other fucking pod. Like, there's still parts where I'm like, okay, I don't get it. But he's definitely like becoming better, in my opinion. When I say better, like my judgment shouldn't count for towards anything for what they're doing. He's becoming better at like that position where like it comes in at the right times and yeah. it's not as much like you're doing this just to do this. And again, that's just my opinion. So I'm sure I'll get. I think, little, I think it might be um, more so that when it, it was under the, you know, the the eyeballs of ESPN, it was just like, I ain't trying oh, no, to do no. the fuck up. The and last two years, I've been annoyed by it. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to give myself an out. Like, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think he's just getting more confident in hopping into that space. Um and just saying something and not being worried about exactly the right wording. And so it's becoming easier to, to be funny and short and sweet because he's not so worried about what it sounds like. Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to not like care about what it sounds like. Cause he's so obsessed with sound, but like what it sounds like from a perspective of what he's saying. Yeah, I do yeah. agree. I, I kind of started off with, I'm with like, from what I'm going to say, I think he got more comfortable with, like, what's it matter? Like, the in the entire bit is ad-libs. Like, yeah. it's not that important. Not that what he's doing is not important. Like, if if the entire bit is ad-libs, like, be young Jeezy. Just go in there and say some crazy shit and let the song become a dope song. And it's right? okay like, if I don't it, say it really made him. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so amazing. Shout out young Jeezy, by the way. Underrated. So, I think that's it. I think this is our pod. Uh, we are pro Roy, which it was never under dispute. I'm not, and none of us are anti Tony, anti Tony stories, anti Tony list. I think we all are, but I think the show <laughs> is as well. Uh, to recap, we don't like to annoy our parents. Cap thinks he loves his mom more than we love our moms. Uh, Beep is somehow <laughs> still on whatever hiatus he's on. What else did we recap here? We talked about, oh, well, we didn't talk about my kid's birthday, but that's not important. Pam's parents, Pam's least favorite, fa- most favorite kids of her of her parents, which is a little confusing because they're all not very likable. Oh, Pam, uh, Gen X, EX, that was a plus. Is there another recap? Should that be a new thing we do where cap recaps or a recap? Oh, Cap, by the way, are you ready for your top five? Yep. All right. So first off, then- from now on, let's do a recap, a recap of the show and cap. Summarizes it how he heard it. Not today, but like moving forward. You down for that, Cap? Yeah, I was going to end the show with a, a line talking about the Degeneration X. If you want to chop it up, we can end it there. Or if we can do really do a top no, five. I, mean, I don't think you understood my question, but let's do no, your no, top I, five. I heard you at the end. I was... Yeah. No Cap. Yes, Cap. And if you're not down with that, I got hey. you. These two guys would do that if you're famous, like no cap or yes cap. <laughs> All right, uh, cap, uh, your top mm-hmm. remind me of the list. It's your top five list of things that are shows that you're going to watch now that you are you call yourself bedridden. I know this isn't like you could get up and walk, 
but whatever. Let's call it your top five while you are under the knife shows that you're going to watch. And if you have like remaining seasons, because I feel like you do, we're going to include those. I wanted to do new shows, but just knowing you, this is where it's going. Number five, Pam, do you want to do the fair music? The fair fanfare music? Mm. Stranger Things, because I have no idea what the fuck anybody's talking about. Yeah, who cares if she answers the question? That I... uh, okay. No, again, go Pam. Ta-da! Number four. What was number, wait, what was number five again? Stranger Things, because I have no idea what anybody, anybody's talking about. That's different from everything else. All right, number four. Beavis and Butthead's new series. Ta-da! I did not know they had a new series. Is this on MTV? Is MTV still a channel? Um, Paramount, Paramount Plus. I'm going to go back and watch the old ones, too, because I have no... Next week, I think it starts. I saw a commercial for it a couple of days ago. But you're not going to go back and watch it before you watch the new one, right? Like, you got to watch the new one when it comes out. I feel like with Beavis and Butthead, you got to watch the first ones to understand the new one. Number ones. three. Ta-da! American Dad. Pam got confused. <laughs> one more time <laughs> Pam, Pam I get it I was cutting cap off for like a comedic effect of always like ask him a question don't let him answer and then Pam got confused <laughs> number three capo American dad can't relate <laughs> what is American dad about and where um, can it be found it, it's legitimately I'm asking for a friend it's it's about a a, a a guy who's a Republican CIA guy, but he's out of his mind crazy. And he has an alien and he has a fish that talks. That was an old German guy. Uh, and he has a wife and he has a liberal daughter. And it's pretty funny. They shoot each other a lot. The fish that talks is from Umbrella Academy, but maybe this is all different. Well, no, that's Klaus. Klaus, Klaus is in the house. No, no. I know Klaus is in Umbrella Academy. Remember at the first two seasons, there was a fish in Umbrella Academy where the old lady worked, where there's actual fish that was like in charge. But I guess it didn't talk. It was just charge. Anyways, you know number Academy is so number two, Umbrella Academy. Ta-da! Wow. Surprised it wasn't Christmas. And number one is a tie. Um, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I've never seen Walking Dead. What? I've never seen. Um, well, you, you know, wait, you don't get to combine some of the longest series to ever exist into one. I'm watching like, all you, of them. You just gave yourself three years of television <laughs> as one project. Which one is it? Breaking Bad. Let's vote. Let, you know, no, let's vote. What are the ones you haven't heard? Breaking Let Bad. Me, decide. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. What else was there? Um, Walking Dead. Sons of Anarchy. Have you? Oh, Walking Dead. Oh my God! Don't watch Zombie. I'm throwing that out. Unless Pam's <laughs> gonna vote for it. And then, have you ever seen Sons of Anarchy? No. Okay. No. Or Mayans. No, nobody gives a fuck about brown people. All right, so we have Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> uh, Breaking Bad. Game of Thrones. I think there's no like dispute here. I don't know. Like Pam, do you feel like there's a dispute here? Like, what would you watch? Game of Thrones, as as much as I know it sounds commercial, it's not even close. Like, it's just too good to not watch. Even if you don't like the outcome, like the experience of watching it as it happened, and maybe that's lost with society not watching it with you as you update on Facebook because that's how long ago it started. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I might go breaking bad. Never seen it. No. So, 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 so good. 
Okay. I can't um, do Breaking Bad. I hate New Mexico. Oh, okay. Then, <laughs> yeah. But break, So you put Breaking Bad over Game of Thrones, really? Well, it's just, um, I don't know. Game of Thrones is not really, like, my genre. If that makes, like, it, I don't know. No, yeah, I get it. Not yours. I was just like, eh, it's okay. But the one thing I, I say about Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones is like the dragons set me off. Like, I was mad about dragons existing. I was like, come on, we didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Breaking Bad, they're chasing the dragon the entire time. But all right, so you all right, Game of Thrones or not Game of Thrones? Excuse me, Sons of Anarchy. Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? I did not. Great. It, it's still it's it's literally like the opposite of us, where it starts off kind of slow, like man, these people are really bad, and it gets really good. Like the acting, the quality, the talent gets really good. So if you looked at our timeline and reversed it, it's like Jesus. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. So what? Uh, which one do you want to see though? Be or be, Cap? Do you even know what any of these are? Do you, off things. That you yeah, I really. I just was thinking of names that I've seen Sorry. on Twitter over the last few years, and I'm just gonna watch a bunch of shit ton of sports, and I'll probably maybe take some classes on something. Um, you know, whatever I can do. Try to figure out how to make some money. Have Both you watched issues. Ozark? Because I want to watch that, and I no, haven't. Ozark's great. I, I, I give Ozark over anything else or something or okay. or I heard somebody talk about drugs with it, and I was just like, oh, I guess that. No, Ozark is great. I, I think it was I think I heard. I think I heard. I think rap introduced me to it. To Ozark. I think somebody had an Ozark lyric. Hmm. Hmm. Something new. Cool. Maybe Benny the Butcher. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't listen to too many people. Maybe Jada Kiss. No. Cam. Cam. Uh, Big L. Something new. I don't know. Um, DJ Khaled. He had a new album. He didn't really rap in it, though. Yeti Blanc. That's probably where I heard it from. You deserve to torn ACL. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.